Welcome back to the Two Guys Four Cents podcast, where we work on normalizing conversation in the most objective way we can possible. Eric, you you were sounding very robotic. No, I'm not robotic. I'm robotic. I don't believe in robots. I don't think that they're real. Okay, um, that's fair. Yeah, I'm Eric. Okay, pleased to meet you. We're gonna. I shouldn't have said my name. Oh, now you're officially. I have said my name. You're officially gonna be. Uh, you're, somebody's gonna be at your house tomorrow. We are going to disappear. <laughs> um, eventually. I mean, listen. We keep saying eventually, but that eventually will one will day become one day. You know, now. That's deep. We keep <laughs> saying eventually, but eventually, then will one day become now. Hey, it's true. It is think true. about it. Like it will eventually become now. It is true. I mean, listen, Edward Snowden had to escape to Russia. Yeah. What do you think we're going to have to do? I mean, if he already took Russia, we can't go to Russia because there's a two people there. So, I mean, I, I say there's going to be two people there. Like we're on the same level as Edward Snowden. Which we're not. No. <laughs> but. So, we, I mean, basically what I'm saying is we're going to have to go to a different planet, maybe a different dimension. Yeah. Yeah, to, like Marvel is working on different dimensions, right? Yeah, yeah. We'll have to get in and, touch with the CEO of Marvel. Yeah. Um. So, so basically, you know, we're gonna we're gonna get into some some deep subjects. Um. Nothing new. <laughs> nothing new. It's always deep subjects. Naturally, nothing new. Nothing new, but this po- topic is new. So there is something new. So I lied. Yes, you you are a very good liar, and I would have to say that. At the end of the day, this is true wokeness. Okay? You want to be <laughs> woke? drop. Yeah. No, seriously. You want to be woke? You got to look into things like this. Yeah. You know, being woke is not, you know, you know, being able to afford Supreme and Gucci and, you know, going full Although that is a out. point. Like, you are decked out in Supreme and Gucci. I am currently, right like, <laughs> for example, like... I'm wearing a bathrobe right now, Versace. Yeah, yeah. But you and also Gucci have flip flops. You also have a full suit, like supreme suit, underneath. Underneath the bathrobe. For some reason, like I can't even see it. Right. But. And I'm I'm drinking a Bud Light, wrapped in gold dipped Supreme stickers. So there is a point to be woke there too. Yeah. Don't there get is. me wrong. Yeah. But this is going to be true wokeness. Is that a word? A different level of wokeness. Yeah. So we're going to talk woke, about woker level. Right. We're going to talk about COVID-19, but we're not going to, we're, we're not going to dig into, you know, the everything aspect like, oh, it's crazy, eh, COVID-19. Oh, you know. that's the last time you went outside. Right. We're not going to talk about that kind of shit, okay? We're going to talk about how, in my, in our eyes, it was biological warfare. Yeah. And um, I'm also going to explain my theory. And um, I don't think my theory is out of line out at all, to be honest. Well, no, you wouldn't. If it's your theory, you wouldn't right. think it's out of line, right? No, exactly. <laughs> and I am narcissistic. So, like, I do, you know, that's it. But Wait, you're telling me you're not perfect? No. Well, I guess we got to end the podcast here. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Here's our two cents. Thank you.
So listen up. Steven. Well, that was... Sorry thank, for thank your you years for finally, at home. No, thank you for finally saying my name proper. Lee? Lee? <laughs> Stan Lee? This, it's funny. Okay, I'm going to take a little side note here. This happens all the time. Whenever me and Eric are talking, like for one, in one example, I was watching, we were watching, I'm all over the place right now, you know, mm. uh, we were watching the last kingdom and, uh, we were. the main character was riding a horse and I was thinking in my head, I was like, I wonder if he actually has to learn how to ride horses. And then I turn over to Eric. He's like, yo, you actually ride horses in real life. eh?" <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. So it's, that happens all the time. It's know? a true story. Uh, Steven and Eric. I love convinced. that you have to clarify it's a true story. <laughs> listen, Pete. <laughs> you, you take a second. So that was all a lie. Uh, no. <laughs> so listen, Steven's full of shit. None of that happened. I don't, I don't know even know where he, he is. He's not even. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, no, but seriously, I mean, you know, we're kind of the same person in some ways with different temperaments, you know, which helps for this podcast. Yes, it does. You know, mm-hmm. because it allows us to. Eric's very narcissistic and an evil human being, and I'm just like the angel on the other side of his right. shoulder. You exactly. Know? So I do no wrong. It's kind of like, it's kind of like we're living for a spirit, and I'm the devil on the that spirit's shoulder, yeah. and he's the angel so on who's that the spirit. The spirit's the podcast, right? <laughs> so we're putting shit. our heart and soul into this podcast. So we're 25 episodes deep, I think. 24. 24 that's I'm, right i'm 23 so am i and <laughs> listen i just want to say that you know while we're still while we're still while we still have an intimate audience you know not that our audience is never going to be intimate but i do know that one day we will be a bigger podcast than we are now and I that just will inevitably happen. You know, we'll have another. <laughs> yeah. And I just want to say to the audience listening to us right now, thank you so much for the continuous support. Because at the end of the day, it's because of your ears and your continuous support that uh, that we still, you know, that we still come down and and uh, and do these podcasts. And it's and, also it's a lot. A lot of it is um, that, but. You know, it comes down to how much we just love doing it. It comes down to that too. Um, absolutely. Because at the end of the day, it is something that I thoroughly enjoy. It's it's everything. It's, it's just the conversations we have with the people that listen to the podcast. Um, it's to see different people's point of view and to understand things that we never would have understood before. Right. Absolutely. Because, I mean, this life's all about learning and experiencing different things and learning and listening to different point of views is very interesting. And we, d- we did warn you that we're woke. I'm just, we weren't yeah, kidding. No, we're not kidding. And, and I mean, listen, overall, you know, if you're still, if you're still listening to this podcast, well, obviously you resonate with something, whether it's our humor or our, our, our message, the conversations. And I would also like to think that the people listening, you as well at home, love to not take things at face value and deconstruct ideas. So with that being said, let me introduce to you my theory on COVID-19. It is strictly my opinion based off of information I hear, read, and experience. 
So let's get to it. To let's it. To it to, it. to it. To it. To it. Oh shit! Lock we eyes added, from across the room. We added some sound effects. We have a soundboard. You know, here. Let me press this button. Two. Oh, hear that? Another one here. Oop. Oh my! We got two sounds. It's <laughs> we're moving up in the world, guys. Yeah, it's really good stuff. Um, so let's start deconstruction. <laughs> Deconstructumulating. <laughs> Step brother, what do you? <laughs> um, let's start deconstructing COVID nineteen, okay? And this isn't a beach. This is a bathtub. <laughs> okay. And before going. I get absolutely attacked, um, yes, I think COVID is real, okay? So fucking relax, okay? I'm fully vaccinated too, okay? So I'm yeah. not a hypocrite. And that second dose again. That's it. We're not on that's YouTube it. right now. I made a face, and I forgot we're not on YouTube. Oh shit. So. Whatever. So here's my theory. Let's start deconstructing things a little bit. So, as we all know, well, okay, <laughs> not as we all know. Sorry. Here's my theory. As we all know. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, listen up. The United States of America, God bless, public enemy number one. Um, for legal reasons, that was a joke. And also, I value freedom. Yeah. So, with that being said, okay, the United States has an abundance of debt. Okay, I think it's a little more than twenty-seven trillion. Yeah. Which is a lot of numbers. That is more numbers than anybody can ever understand. It kind of makes you. Which is actually like true. Yeah. You can't. Yeah, you can fact check me on that. I'm pretty sure it's more than twenty-seven trillion, to be honest. Um. But, you know, one has to wonder, perhaps, where this money is coming from, okay? I'm not going to point fingers. I'm not even going to say anything. China. <laughs> that was a soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hit it wrong. We, we have three sound. We have three little sound. Yeah, I pressed the wrong button. That was, yeah, uh, my, that's my bad. So it's, it's weird that it just like happened at that moment. Huh? Really, Anyways. really weird. So, so I would assume that some of that, you know, is owed to that country. Mm-hmm. Which country? I don't know. No. Um. So, let's get to it. The elites of the United States and the elites of China. And I'm not saying it went down like this, but this is, you know, what happens in my head. So, they were trying to figure out a way to create an event, right? Because in the financial world and in the stock market, you make your money based off of events, you know? And there is, uh, so he's not that specific part, like you're, we... That's a lot of your research is based on that too, right? Yeah. That uh, things have happened. I mean, we watch some things we watch and read um, gives us proof that, I mean, money trumps overall. So people, some people become sick or, or uh, the hedge funds that we're talking about specifically try to make a company do anything they can to make a company crash in order to right. make money. And just to, Put things in perspective, okay? These hedge funds, for example, it's been talked 
I don't know if it's proven, but I choose to believe it because honestly, I wouldn't hold it past them. Um, for example, you know, sometimes we hear a lot of stories of cruise ships, you know, and people get sick, violently ill, and it's like the whole cruise ship, right? And then you read on, read on the news. Well, the thing is, okay, when you take that at face value, it's kind of like, oh, wow, that's, that's really people sick on a cruise. Damn. Okay, but when you start deconstructing ideas, well, listen, that cruise line might be on the stock market. It might be a public company, right? More often than not, I think. More often than not, it it would be. So with that being said, right? I mean, listen, we've seen Cristiano Ronaldo say, don't drink this, drink water, and move the Coke bottles, and then Coca-Cola plunged down. That's an event. Yeah. Okay? Same thing with this cruise ship. So, for example, I we wouldn't put it past these psychopathic, elite, hyper-rich monsters to contaminate food or beverages on a cruise ship to cause sickness, to write a story on it, and then to short the cruise ship. So, to bet against. So, when the cruise ship plunges, they profit. You follow me? Yeah. Okay. That's all you need to know. That's an event. Okay. And I believe, and Stephen believes as well, that COVID-19 was an event. So, with that being said, is it possible that these elite got together and, you know, said, hey, we have this biological weapon here. It spreads very quick. And it could shut down your entire country very quickly as well. Yeah. And businesses would be forced to shut down doors and people would need to stay home, blah, 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 all that good stuff. So we could release that, start it somewhere and have it quietly but efficiently spread around the world. And then, obviously... When it started catching fire, well, naturally, everything was forced to close down. What did they do when everything decided to close down? Well, they started shorting to oblivion all these companies. All of the companies. And that's why uh, it's sort of along the same lines as to why we're talking a lot about um, the sh- like companies being shorted and all this news coming out. Um, and a lot of it is due, we both uh, agree on this, is due to the internet. Um, and how easily ready, ac- um, easy, that was easily whole, accessible, easily accessible. A lot of information is, um, so we talk a lot about also due diligence. So just reading up and understanding something, uh, and it's so much easier to do that when there's thousands of people researching the same thing, right? Cause you right. find real, real deep information that you otherwise mm-hmm. wouldn't have found looking on your own. Right. And this, by the way. It's strictly my opinion. It is, you know, I'm not here to influence anyone. No, it's just, again, it's, it's just the whole point of the podcast is just, we're just giving our opinion on but it. But it, it's important because, you know, it, it's important to distinguish that it, this is just our opinion. Yeah, absolutely. And that, you know, we're not trying to influence anyone. We're just trying to present it's not even, ideas. And it's not even a complete conclusion that we've drawn, right? It's just thinking. Yeah. So, you know, that's why I believe... COVID-19 was an event. 
right? And then, listen, like, let's take AMC, for example, because we've been talking about it a lot. You know, over 10,000 full-time employees suddenly cannot go to work. Doors are closed. No income coming in. Zero. Well, pretty easy to short a company that's not generating an income at all. Yeah. And won't be for many months. Yeah. I'd say that's pretty easy to hit a Grand Slam home run. And what do I mean by Grand Slam home run? Well, these hedge funds that specialize in shorting companies, they celebrate bankruptcy. So they, for them, a home run is driving a company down to bankruptcy because then they just keep they keep their profits. For example, Completely. we have like a real world, a real world example. <laughs> I've done that before. <laughs> <laughs> a real world example of that happening is the housing market crash. Um, we'll add along with our clip as we've started to do um, is just some context as to what we're talking about and some proof and um, is we'll add a picture of what was uh, people protesting the housing market crash. Eric, correct me because you I know you're more in on this than I am. Mm. People protesting uh, the housing market crash or something along those lines and on Wall Street, uh, protesting against Wall Street having too much power or whatever. Right. And Wall Street being on balconies, sipping champagne, laughing at them. Yeah. And we'll we'll post that on our Instagram. Yeah, for sure. And and yeah, that was post uh two thousand eight, so the housing market crash, which then caused the economic crash. Um Yeah. I mean, could we see the same thing if these shorted companies do the same thing that the housing market did, which was, you know, squeeze? We could see uh, quite the impact, a downturn in the market. We could. Um, you know, so listen, we started talking about AMC when it was at $9.50. It is now sitting, it just closed Friday at uh, $59 and something. So if you were, if you were moved by our message when we started talking about in the beginning and you got into AMC, because you drew your own conclusion. And did your own research. You're welcome. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> totally kidding. That comes from you. So thank yourself for being open-minded. And I'm completely serious right now. Thank yourself for being so open-minded. And thank yourself that you made that decision and that you drew your own conclusions. You started looking at the facts. So that's that. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah. I mean, listen, this is real, regardless of what the message of mainstream media is. You know, they're saying that, this is a terrible stock. This isn't worth the amount of money. We know that it's not worth that amount of money. But there's no fundamentals in a situation like this. So, with that being said, I mean, let's keep diving into some COVID details. I mean... So, before yeah, before we really dive into it, what I wanted to say is I, I know almost for a fact that the, a lot of people think that nothing really makes sense with how the government's handling it, how people are handling it, how businesses are handling the pandemic, just nothing. And I mean, it could, it could in theory be chalked up to really not knowing how to handle it because when you really think about it, it's, it's gotta be tough to figure out how to handle that. It's gotta be tough, but the incompetence that we've seen from our government and just the complete uh, like 180s that they're drawing, like the end of 
even specifically speaking about the vaccines now, um, so our goals and our reopening dates in Ontario are based on certain vaccine goals that we're hitting. And also our cases have to be low. Right. right? Our cases right now in Ontario are at like 350 a day on average, roughly, I, I think. I think we'll say 400 on average a day. Sure. Um, we've already basically met the criteria for phase three opening. We're in phase two, one opening. Do you know that? We're in phase one? Yeah, we're oh, in phase wow. one right now. We've opened up for phase one. Okay. We already, on, on the 21st of June, we're going to have 25% of the population that's eligible to get the vaccine has it. Right. Like, and I think two, I read... Two doses. Right. We already have 75% of the el- eligible people... Just about to say, seventy-five percent of the population has has had their first dose, yeah, and twenty percent second. And we're supposed to hit on their guidelines with keeping our numbers where they are, um, and keeping them low. We are supposed to open for phase three almost the end of July, and we're already there, right? And our numbers are low, right? I just and again, like it could be a safe opening and it i do in a way view it as a safe opening strategy um that this doing it this way in a way makes it the last time that we have to deal with this um right this this big yes however it's also and i've seen a lot of um this online as well it's also it could be um ford's way of trying to like the government's way of trying to secure the next election um by doing things safely and actually like saying oh guys we did it we 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 got through this pandemic i did it if you you guys followed what i said and we did it right right disregarding everything else that he's doing right i I mean there's you know i wouldn't put it past the government you know for sure that they're trying to secure an election this way Mm -hmm. you know but let's not forget how long we've been in this shitstorm you know and and how back and forth it was at the beginning. And I am one thing I am very happy that uh, we are almost per 100 people. We almost have more vaccines than the States has. Like people vaccinated than the States has. Right. Which is crazy. Well, like, I think in the States is just people are choosing not to do so. Yeah. Because right. they've had access to be able to be vaccinated. That's what I mean, though. Is that time. wall for us? Yeah. But we haven't we haven't hit it yet. Right. Which is good. That's and great. that wall will ev- That's really evidently great. come. Like there are groups of people that don't want to get the vaccine. And ultimately, as much as it sucks for the general population, they can do whatever the hell they want to do. Yeah. And I mean, listen, I'm, uh, I couldn't care any less. Like you do you, man. You know, uh, if you don't want to get the vaccine, you don't want to get the vaccine. It's not very complicated in my eyes. But don't shit on someone that's getting the vaccine and vice versa. Yeah. And vice versa, especially. Exactly. So, you know, like. Yeah, I think let's just be kind. Let's chillax for a bit, you know. I know we haven't seen humanity in a long time, but... Uh, Personally, yeah. I haven't opened my curtains in like six months, I think. Wow. I actually think there's... Like, you know spider webs? Yeah. I think they become so strong now that I can't open them. I think I need like a chainsaw oh, wow. to cut through the spider webs. It's kind of like Minecraft when you're falling through yeah. cobwebs. Yeah, so I need a sword, okay. Yeah, you need, need a, a diamond sword. A nice sword. Netherite sword. Okay, okay. I By the a... way, part one of Caves and Cliffs came out. Pretty exciting stuff. You know, just a quick side note. If you still play Minecraft, which I started 12 years ago in alpha, 
I, I bought Minecraft. Oh, when... he, he never fails to say that part. Oh, yeah. That he played it in alpha. Oh, every time you mention Minecraft, every he time. just brings it up. I know. It's good stuff. And I, now, I for, those you that, for those of you that don't know, alpha is the first stage of development where they release it to the public. Right. And um, I bought the game when it was only available in Euros. Yeah. Because it was made he in Sweden. He also never fails to mention that. Yeah. Because it was made in Sweden. Because it was made in Sweden. Yeah. So he bought it in Euros and played it in alpha. Yeah. So. There wasn't much to do. <laughs> not going to uh, lie. Not going to lie. I don't even think you were able to sleep. It no. was just. You weren't even able to build. No, it was just, just walking. like walking and hitting blocks. Yeah. Like it was creative. There wasn't survival. No. no. Everything was creative. You can. It was just a block world. Yeah. And like I was Isn't eight. that what we are? Just a block world? Yeah, just one big block. Yeah. And I was like eight years old and I remember I was like, holy shit, this game's good. <laughs> this is amazing. So, and now we're here at Caves and Cliffs and you can, you know, just seeing what Minecraft has become has absolutely blown my mind. Here we are. Like. You know, we're, how uh, quick maths, we're 15 years later. Is that the right math? 8 plus 5, 20. Holy shit, that's right. <laughs> wow, that was just. That was luck. I pulled it out of my ass. Okay, here we are 15 years later, and we are in the middle of a pandemic, and we're going to go Still diving in the water. Yeah. So, so, yeah. I mean, you want to talk about the whistleblower? In Which, China? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can talk about that. Uh, yeah. Did you want to finish off the, the theory uh, that you had or um, about, or did you pretty much cover that? That was my theory that they got together. Yeah. They presented. Oh, well, I mean, that was their way of generating as much money as quickly as possible to pay off money that they owe. Mm-hmm. I mean, because that's no secret. We It's no secret that China is the the bot like the front line for everything that we have yeah um and it's also in the same vein like somewhat a secret because nobody really worries about it and talks about it like if china were to just like this is a scenario that won't happen but if china were to just like poof out of the existence just die like the whole world would be screwed yeah and like a whole like that many countries shouldn't be that reliant on a one single country which i think slowly i read that uh the g7 are in agreement of moving away from finally you from know, china you know finally late, you know 2021 <laughs> god god knows we've given them enough uh power to take over the entire world oh that was um, some shit dude I, I keep pressing the soundboard that was that was really weird yeah um that's the the fourth button that i have i don't I don't think there's any buttons activated, but um, if there's more, I mean, I'm sure I'll let you guys know. I think we should hire a DJ. Yeah, yeah, I think we should too. Yeah, DJ, DJ Erickson. That's a great name. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so that's my theory. Is that 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 was to generate as much money as possible, as quickly as possible to uh, to pay off some debts. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I'm out of line saying that. Will I disappear? I might. And if I do disappear, well, I hope some of you avenge me and continue the message. And, um, yeah. He won't, he won't be in Russia if he disappears. Let's just say that. No. I'll be in a Chinese prison. <laughs> <laughs> Enough said. Suffering greatly. Um, so, yeah, did you want to talk about that, the whistleblower? Um in china 
the guy. Do you, that, do you want to talk about it? I yeah. feel like I should give you the honor because you found the article. Yeah, yeah, I found the article. Um, it's just I he just loves wanna... he loves to mention the articles he finds in the references. Well, you and know, the sources when you're this, it. when you can find stuff this easily online, and you really just like Which, literally. By the way, I forgot to tell you. Um, after the vaccine, I can now think of something, and Google will turn on my computer and show. That's it amazing. To me. It's really cool. I don't know why people like that, that happened. Yeah, me. I don't know why people are that worried about uh, like getting there. Like, it's just cool, you know. It's just really like, cool. People, the government's already tracking you with your phone, so who cares if they know where I am at all times? You know how I sleep. Right. I don't have a watch, but I have a pretty calm, resting heartbeat. So that's good. Yeah, and um, by the way, let's not forget the internet was made, you know, to give the little guys, I'd say, a fighting chance, a fighter's chance. You know, like. Let's say, let's say, you know, the world's elite is Floyd Mayweather. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. The internet gives us a fighter's chance against Floyd. Yeah. You know, so we might land a lucky hit on Floyd. We might at least, yeah, be able to punch him. Right. A little bit, you know. So that's what the internet was for. It wasn't to, you know, put mics up your butt and. <laughs> and uh, that's it's a <laughs> that was a good reference yeah it's just a state of twitch right now yeah uh, that's a whole other thing yeah um, we're not gonna get into it on this podcast but i think that would be worth talking about um uh, but, you can put mics over your butt too the internet I, you're allowed I mean, to i'm sure me somebody wrong. that made the internet was like hey, you know this this person's gonna really get in there and put a mic up their butt yeah uh you know i mean listen we all have our own style some uh, people like to speak out of their mouth some people like to speak out of their ass right that was a good and we do both so <laughs> yeah yeah we do we're very talented yeah yeah individuals but you know the internet you know was made to be able to get together and make a change in and a bring way. people together too right. that's right and bring people Especially. together that's why i love reddit so much and yeah. i don't know why it took me so long to get on reddit but it's a hidden gem. It's the a hidden gem. The internet, no, the home page of the internet is what they call it. Yeah, which makes sense. That's the only way. It is. Yeah, that's the only it. social media I strive to have. I don't even consider it a social media platform. No, but technically, it's more. I think it's more, it's more like a forum. Yeah, a forum. Yeah, 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 yeah that's it. Yeah. Um, yeah. True. Yeah. No. I sorry. That mustard shit word came out of my mouth. Social media. That was another. There we go. There's the fifth button. Soundboard button. That's social media. Yeah. We need to get this fixed for next episode. Who knows? Um, so yeah, the, um, regarding COVID, we'll go tread back, tread back a little bit to where we were. Trek back, tread, skate, Shrek, skateboard, snowboard, you know, bicycle. However you want to get there, but we're, we're heading there. So take, we'll we'll go, we'll go back to where we were. You can unicycle all you want. Yeah. Um, so basically about the whistleblower um and i'm sure there there are there are people eric you weren't aware of this but there were people that did hear about it but it did happen well over a year ago now right about a year and five months um yeah i'm pretty good at math you know so uh uh what happened was this doctor um started to spread the news of this virus and just what's where it came from um a bunch of information on it um, which where did it come from what's that where did it come from again what he said was it's not 
completely like nobody it, it wasn't he didn't give specifics and whatever specifics that were shown weren't you know truthful because if you if you really know if you really knew and gave the information away then why would how could they let that happen right so especially in china where they what, control what everything was, you say was the reason that it came from a bat like yeah was so that the, the original reason, reason was a the wet original. market uh in wuhan china um so you're telling me it took that long for COVID-19 to start. And they're saying it was in January too. And this guy started speaking in December. Right. I mean, there's another bit of a... That's when I first thing. heard about COVID-19. Was December? 2019. Okay. What did you hear about it? Just that... I just heard that there's this virus. This virus going on? This influenza. And, uh, speaking about viruses going on, it's just another message on how shitty media, the mainstream media is. Like, I remember we were in the midst of the pandemic um, because we're fortunately the majority, I think, of the world is nearing some sort of end. um, Finally, after a year. Right. Uh, But this was back in the summer uh, or, or June, May, maybe of last year. Mainstream media was like, oh, new scientists have found this new bird virus that is likely... To spread very quickly, you read the article, can't spread to humans. What's the point? There's That's no why I point. think like, journalism is absolutely dead. If you're in journalism, True journalism I hope. Is. Yeah. What it's really made to be, it's meant to be something that is very unbiased, takes information, gives information. Right. And their pockets are preferably not lined up by the psychopath thick elites mm-hmm. of Wall Street. Hopefully. Hopefully. I mean, you you know. Again, that's in a perfect world and we we don't live in a perfect world. No, nor would that be ideal. So. Yeah. But, you know, unbiased news would be definitely welcomed with open arms. Absolutely. So. So if you're out there. There are, there actually was an article that you saw. What was it on? Um, It was the, the, the article that we were reading on the, uh, the companies being shorted. Um, and some articles, some research that we were doing on this topic on how, what was it from PNAS.org? Oh, PNAS.org. Yeah. My favorite. <laughs> that was, that was, no, that was actually good writing though. Was that, was it that was. the article? Yeah. Oh yeah. It was, it was a the scholarly woman, article. Yeah. The woman that w- wrote that article, first of all, wow. Um, PNAS.org. P-E-N-A-S.org. P-N-A-S. 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 Oh. Really? P-N-A-N-A-S, yeah. Yeah, it's P-N-A-S.org, yeah. Okay, P-N-A-S.org. Um, so, I mean, listen, that article, wow, that is worth diving into. Um, we uh, we could, I could share, I could definitely share the link. It's P-N-A-S, P- penis, penis.org. P-N-A-S.org, uh, P-N-A-S stands for Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences of the United States of America. I think PNAS is a better uh, title of your website than Proceedings of the National Acad- P- Proceedings of the National Ac- Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences of the United States of America. I think PNAS is a better uh, website name of that, but I think they can also there's a bit of work that to be done there. However, I like PNAS. I think that if they did have a better name for this website and for this news 
or in, in a way it's a news it's a it's a research article right right it wouldn't the information wouldn't be as solid so keep your shitty name acronym keep your shitty acronym it's not shitty i don't agree with steven i hope i make myself clear that i'm not that is a little harsh i guess i really love that name it stands out i really love penis i mean that realistic (laughs) no honestly though like it is it does yeah and i'm being serious we've been going penis i think we've been (laughs) like it's it's a great article. I mean, I I don't know. What that to is tell you. the only reason I remembered it is because of the name. I'm just gonna say that. So there's some thought there about it. It makes you think. Uh, enough talking about penis. Um, even though I know that's what Eric wants to keep talking about, but the title of this article is "The Impact of COVID-19 on Small Businesses, Small Business Outcomes, and Expectations," mm-hmm. uh, and we will link it in our post that we do uh, for the the clip of the week. Yeah, that sounds, absolutely. That sounds too fake. In in our episodes, very intriguing episodes clip that will captivate the audience. Thank you. Yeah, there's enough synthetics going on. Okay, synthetics, you know. That's what they call me, synthetic Steven. Yeah, synthetic Steven. <laughs> so, um, I also I also believe that, you know, the pandemic was a way. It was like a war on small businesses. Yeah. To you know, to get for some reason even more of an upper hand to big corporations yeah you know because they don't already have the upper hand by a lot and they're not already you know they're not able they're not already able to influence governments and stuff like that so i definitely think they they need more power so this i think covid was a way also to you know squeeze out some uh some small businesses yeah i think so as well but continue um yeah, no, that's what we were about. I want to touch a bit on this topic while we're here. Um, just how unjust and again, we mentioned it a, a little earlier, just how not uh, very black and white and very one side or the other, uh, complete 180s, this, the, the, the way the government has handled this, uh, this pandemic. Um, and I remember like, you know, with all the restrictions, distance, masks, uh, you know, certain people, certain amount of people in indoors and all that. And I remember seeing the grand opening of Costco in Niagara Falls, uh, Canada. And it looked like a regular Friday after 5 p.m. Everyone's in there. It was jam-packed and it was in the heat of COVID. I guarantee you. And also it was fine that because didn't... guess what? It's Costco. Yeah. And then small businesses were still forced to shut their doors. You couldn't, God forbid, you couldn't go to a restaurant with perfectly separated tables. Outside. Outside or inside, in my opinion, honestly. Yeah, inside as well. step that line. Yeah. Um, inside with an owner uh, that strives to, to, to earn their customers and to, you know, and to get them to get to go back to their business and you know, damn right they would make sure that everything's clean and all that. Definitely more than, uh, than you know, people making minimum wage, uh, you know, at big co- companies like Walmart. Even, you that's know, like, the thing. You're, you're telling me Walmart is cleaner than a small business? Like a restaurant? No, yeah. No. That's the, exactly. Now, fuck exactly. off. Have you seen <laughs> the people in Walmart? <laughs> it's no. not as bad where we are, uh, the people of Walmart. However... Some of the stories that you get. I see some shit. Do you? That's all I, that's all I got to say. See some shit? 
Then, uh, yeah. Uh, so not that I go to Walmart often, by the way. Just when I'm really, I try to, you know, go elsewhere because I don't. Walmart's not the greatest. Let's just no. go with that. No, I can agree with you there. And I don't really think anybody likes to go to Walmart. It's just the convenience. Yeah, and that's which the... sucks saying that out loud, but yeah. it's true. It's like Amazon. It's fucking convenient as shit. I know, <laughs> I know, and I hate every time that I buy something on Amazon. But it's just like doesn't make any sense no i know um the one thing i did want to mention um and something that i've really found interesting about myself um after this latest lockdown because no stores were open uh if you wanted to buy anything you need to buy it online um groceries actually grocery stores were open however if you wanted to buy anything else that wasn't essential by the government which that in itself doesn't make sense because like women's feminine products wasn't essential what yeah actually yeah you're kidding there's a lot of kids diapers weren't essential bro i say weren't essential but they were blocked you can buy them online right obviously yeah but they you were blocked in yeah, stores you can't go in, yeah you couldn't go yeah, into the see store that's 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 uh number one <laughs> bullshit number no, no bullshit number one um and so what i realized is how much and I, I honestly like i was somebody that was like oh i don't care about going in stores i i, and I mentioned this on the podcast right i don't like i can't i don't really care about going in stores i don't see the point i'd rather order online now i'm like the opposite i don't want to buy on online anymore especially buying online and companies did do a great job at making the best that they could out of it curbside pickup and all that right it sucks Oh, for sure. Well, I mean, I think we're, we're, you know, if let's say we're going to make a, a video game comparison of shopping online and curbside pickup, we're in beta right now. Yeah. You know, it's not finalized. There's some glitches, you know, there's some hiccups. So I think, you know, maybe one day when, when it's a little more updated and more, uh, you know, just better overall, I think it might be a more smoother experience perhaps i I don't know i think that would yeah i I think that it would be however like you don't know how happy i was just to finally be able to to go to a store to buy something like yeah well it's it's i mean listen i mean human life is about interaction yeah and when you're and stimulation so when you're going out into the world that's stimulating Mm -hmm. you're going to a store you're trying to find something that's stimulating yep Right, you yep. got it in your hands. You feel it in your hands. You're looking at measurements. It, it you can't do all that online. No, you like, can't. Let's say trying to buy clothes. How do you get fitted? Like, how do you know that shirt's gonna fit you? Yeah, it's like, yeah, I'm a medium, but it's like, have you, you know, medium? Sometimes I'm a large. Sometimes I'm a small. Sometimes I'm a medium. It's yeah. like, yeah, you know, it's like I'm gonna start like, you know, it, yeah, it's just nuts. It's too hard to do. It's and just that thing and starving people of that interaction and the stimu- stimulation is 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 hard is hard yeah right? and i it's, think honestly i think steven like a lot of people would would agree with you mm-hmm. you know i think a lot of people would be on that same page and it comes to a point like obviously the pandemic wasn't as bad as we originally thought thankfully uh it wasn't as dangerous as we originally thought um also, we were fortunate in not having ex- exorbitant amount of cases in Canada. Um, I mean, we went through a pretty rough period. We did, but we 
were able to get through yeah, it. Yeah, we um, were. And it could have been way worse. Way worse. Still, right? Yeah. So even as bad as it was. Um, but I think ultimately it, it boils down to the point of, and this is something actually that I heard Joe Rogan talk about, and it can be seen, I guess, as a bit of a of a right way of, conservative way of thinking. Um, but like ultimately it's the people's choice. If they want to go out and realistically risk themselves in some way or another uh, and go eat out or do whatever, um, go into a store, like there's no, the government shouldn't be able to say, no, you can't do that. Right. I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's definitely a right way of, not and, not like I'm not saying that's the correct way. No, it's the right wing right, way of. It's definitely a conservative view. Yeah, you know, but um, yeah, because I mean, listen, I think the less governmental uh, intervention as possible, the better. And they're also supposed opinion, to be for but, the majority of people, right? They're supposed to. They're not supposed to make decisions that they think is right for the people. They're supposed to make decisions that the majority of people think. I don't even know if I agree with that. Like, uh, like. Well, in some aspects, sure, but in others, I mean, listen, what COVID felt like is you're in a classroom and there's one class clown fucking us all over. Yeah. And then we all have to stay during a recess because of that one guy. Oh, that's a good, that's a good example. That's my analogy. I like that. COVID-19, you know, listen, if you're at risk of COVID, well, of course you should be on lockdown, but listen, like if you're cleared medically and you're not at risk for covid like and especially now you like you being double double vaccinated right there's no reason that you can't me my lungs are healthy and that's the thing i'm healthy exactly i'm double you know i'm vaccinated why should i be in the same boat it is a little as an elder person no exactly which is more at risk exactly i just don't understand that sorry um and why it, it becomes difficult uh for i guess human rights um, because like part of me wants to think that restaurants and places should be allowed to ask that people are vaccinated to enter. Well, that's business. I mean, they, they're allowed to do that, wouldn't they? No, they're not allowed to. Oh no? No, they're not oh. allowed to ask somebody. They can ask, they can ask. I don't even think they can ask someone if they're vaccinated. Um, really? But you would think like if it's your business. I know you would think so too. Yeah. Huh? No, I would, I, but I did. Uh, that, and I was surprised by that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I, does surprise but me. I, well. But I can see the point of them not because it's somebody's business if they are or not. It's it's up to them. If they want to be, we, they don't need to tell people that they're, they don't want to get vaccinated because they have the right of not being vaccinated. But and the business not, has the same right to not serve I know, you. I know. And that's what I agree with, right? right. So that's the same with, somebody, yeah. same with somebody going in to a store, to a restaurant with a gun out. They say, well, I have the right to, to bring this in there. And the restaurant's like, yeah, well, I have also the right to not serve you. Get out of my store. Right. Um, I think that it is in the same point of that. I also think like if somebody really doesn't want to get vaccinated because they're worried about the vaccine, like if they're truly worried and they're not worried about Bill Gates putting a microchip in their arm, um, if they're just not sure and they don't trust it, which is fair, right? Like yeah. it was done quickly and it's... I say new technology, but this technology, like the been mRNA, has decades. been around for dec- for decades. Yeah, but still, it was done in a year, and we we for some reason couldn't find a well because a it was funded. Yeah, exactly. People don't realize. Yeah, 
like they pump some money in that shit. Oh yeah. And there was doctors around the world working on it. Exactly. So exactly. it's like, you know, is you know, is it really that worrisome? You know, for some, yeah. Like, you know, I, I feel like there will be um some some side effects that maybe come up. Like for example, I read an article which kind of tripped me out a little bit, uh, for my second dose. Uh but it said like uh the second dose uh, may cause heart inflammatory in young men. So I was like, nice. I saw that too, yeah. Nice. And that was like the day before I was going. And I was like, <laughs> oh, oh, this nice. Is great. And now my heart's beating a little faster and I'm, you know, of nice. Course, when you're worried, yeah. It beats a little faster. You so, take the vaccine. You're it's like, is my heart worried. inflamed right now? It, you should have just looked honestly, at Honestly? Did you think My heart's that? just bigger now. You you know, I'm just it. a better person oh, now. Oh yeah, did it? It made you a better person. That's a direct correlation, right? Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah, if you get the vaccine, your heart does grow three sizes. Right. That's another study that I saw on uh, the Beaverton. Right. So it's a trustworthy source, and the Onion as well. I saw it on there. Oh, okay. Yeah, very reliable. Yeah, that's what the Beaverton is. That's why I didn't. I knew you didn't understand that. Beaverton, I. It's the same satire as the Onion. Okay. Yeah. Well, because uh, I read one of the Beavertons, like they read an art or they created an article of uh, one of the referees, um, and it was a s- completely satire. But uh, one of the referees during the Montreal game, like they called them, uh, they made a whole article of how he was a murderer <laughs> satirically, Just and they got fined twenty five thousand dollars. So yeah, well, that's a little fair, I would you think know. so. Yeah, well, you know, uh, in yeah. a way, um, in a way, because it's like could be like defamation at that yeah. point yeah I like know. you're labeling someone as a crime exactly like you're like framing someone i know it's satirical but it's kind of like there's a bit of a there's lines there's a bit of a line yeah and know? i think that line and that's is, coming from me yeah i'm saying there's lines yeah i'm pretty dumb eric doesn't sometimes. follow no no lines you I think you think his lines go the only straight, line i follow is, is no amc line. yeah so and that goes up so uh yeah, so what I was going to say is people that are like like you, so let's say you wouldn't have gotten your vaccine because you were really worried about it. It doesn't help uh, being feel like f- made f- thinking that you're going to be victimized because you were that worried about it and you can't share your opinion. Right. That's I feel like I that's, that's fair. That's for most. That's for a lot. However, of the, you know, the minority we're scared of we're scared of opening up and being vulnerable because of the repercussion but i say f that yeah you know you gotta you gotta you know you gotta be open and again you do have to be open Um, because that's where where true and genuine connections come from and and discussions and progress and yeah and you think you're going to be the minority but a lot of the times if you're sane you're the you're the majority of people and you're with a bunch of people that you're speaking for a bunch of people that don't have the same feeling that you do that are worried right uh voicing their opinion i'm worried too and i'm fully vaccinated yeah exactly i'm not gonna lie like i'm worried you know down the line you know something might happen right yeah i i don't uh yeah i mean it is what it is yeah for Um, me it's like a flu shot yeah for me it is too that's what that's what i see it and i and i honestly at the end of the day i trust the the doctors i trust that, science science too it's just why which is the main reason why i was so okay with it there's yeah. mi- there's i was gonna say millions of years there's thousands of years of science evolution and stuff like that right like just just understanding um that really culminate cul- cul- 
Culminating. Culminated. That was it. Oh. Some words really um, resonate. Yeah, really are really hard harder. So some words um are vigorous. Hard, yeah, are very vigorous beasts. <laughs> um and so the the one thing too that I wanted to mention and then we'll we'll um get off the specific topic, but the the people that Again, people that are on the extremes that are worried about a micro trip that read things online. That's another thing about online, right? You you read something, you Google something, and now you're getting ads for it and you're getting recommendations on Facebook to look at right. this stuff. It's confirmation bias. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, what it is. And you just, it's become so true because it's all you see. Right. Um, it's like an echo chamber. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but people are, the people that are um, that worried about things or just don't care um enough to get it because and are okay with being ignorant on it and just don't care to learn anything about it because there's always people like that about anything um they're the minority of people yeah so and and it's easily again we i mean we touched on this before uh they're the minority of people and they're very loud online yeah so it can give you the wrong sense of the reality of things exactly so i think that's where we ended off here i think with that message Mm -hmm. so great stuff thank you so much everyone thank you guys very much for listening to us ramble for over 50 minutes yeah as we always do as we always do and uh we're almost uh we're a quarter next episode we're a quarter way to 100 so we're gonna we're gonna start doing certain things giveaways in the future so stay tuned for those because that's going to be some exciting stuff so um again thank you all so much and uh i'm eric peace out ciao ciao thank you guys so much for listening steven two guys four cents take care